continue to monitor the unfolding global crisis that has gripped our planet. Two representatives of rival extraterrestrial races have appeared on Earth. Oh, may mga nag-aabang din ng tulong ng pagtakas o patungong pailalim upang mapalayo sa kagitingan. Hindi maiwasang ikatakot ang... ...began when a starfish-shaped being called Moji appeared in the sky and warned the people of Earth about the impending doom that awaits our planet. This damage is said to be carried out by the machine-like Mashinra. Gia, a representative of the Mashinra people, have issued a competing claim that the Shimko are, in fact, conquerors. These claims have caused a wave of uncertainty amongst Earth populace. Conflicting ideas abound about which one to trust. Une représentante de la Mashinra, nommée Gia, a émis une revendication concurrente. Elle déclare que l'agresseur dans ce cas est... The latest polling shows that 39% of people are taking Gia's side. 28 have sided with Moji, and the remaining 33% are either undecided or would prefer to, quote, send them both back to. Uh, we're doomed. VHS Box Theater presents Warning from Space, Part 2 of 3. There she is. Uh-oh. Miss Bombas, could you comment? Miss Bombas. I can't, can't talk now. How do you feel about the allegations that your boss is a world-conquering tyrant? You mean Mr. Dawson? I mean, he's angry and dismissive a lot, and he doesn't treat me and other workers very well, but he's not that but... Oh, you mean Moji. What, what can you say about Miss Bombas? Would you explain more about your relationship to your employer? Uh, I'm sorry, I can't stay and talk. I gotta go! Can't sleep either, huh? It's the night before the debate. How can I? All they're gonna be talking about is whose fault it'll be when the world ends. What can I get you? Completely wasted. Oh, you were talking about it. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's fine. That's uh probably what I need right now. Uh, Cosmo, please. Coming up. You okay? I didn't want to say, but... You look like... Like a nervous wreck? Like I've been finding a quiet spot to cry my eyes out at every opportunity? You know what? Let's make that a Long Island iced tea. Alright, understood. Believe me, I get it. I haven't been holding up very well either. I've just been hiding it better. I guess that's a relief. I don't understand why I'm even in this situation. Yeah, that's something I still don't get. Why us? Why Gia and the starfish guy choose us to be their assistants? I was like the first human Gia met, and I wanted to help, but there had to be better people that she could have chosen for the job. Better people? Well, not better, but I mean actual executive assistants and image consultants who do this for a living. Me? Every time she asks me a question about why humans act the way we do, I have to say, I don't know. Humans are a wreck, and I'm surprised we've lasted this long. 
<laughs> Maybe they chose us because they want a human perspective. Well, we've got those, but what happens if we give them a perspective they don't like? Ah, uh, story of my life, really. Disappointing people, I mean. Especially my dad, the four-star general. Can you imagine what that's like? Not really. Uh, I was raised by my mom and her partner. I'm guessing a general for a father is a lot to live up to. He doesn't even want me following in his footsteps, but he had my civilian life all planned out. He thinks I should have had kids by now, quit my job, become a housewife, married to somebody he approves of. Instead, I'm single, childless, and a production assistant. And now you're an alien's assistant. That's got to raise your profile, right? Considering Dad may end up launching missiles at Moji? Good point. And if he doesn't end up fighting your new boss, he'll fight mine. It seems so unreal, doesn't it? We're talking about the world ending. But it's so surreal. All we end up doing is taking sides and betting on the outcome. Exactly. Like it's all happening to somebody else besides us. I... I guess I should apologize in advance if it turns out Gia's the world ending one. Honestly, that's the worst part. How are we supposed to know? Which one do we believe? If we find out, is it going to be too late? Stand by! Going live in three, two... We bring you a special debate right here in the WFSP studio. I'm Arlene Harper, and joining me are the two visitors from outer space that have captured the interest of this entire planet, Gia of the Mishinra and Moji of the Shimko, each a member of a different extraterrestrial species and each one making an extraordinary accusation against the other. We'll start with you, Gia. You have 60 seconds to make your argument against Moji, and after that, it will be Moji's turn. Why are we even allowing this menace an opportunity? He will only use his platform to spread chaos. Respectfully, I haven't said begin yet. My apologies. I do hold the customs of this world in high regard, which is why I even agreed to a public debate. Now you may begin. This charade cannot be permitted to continue. Mr. Moji. Gia and the rest of the Mashinra are liars and conquerors of many worlds. Mr. Moji, I ask that you wait your turn. I cannot afford to wait any longer, for the Mashinra forces are being marshaled against this planet as we speak. One moment. I... I've just received word that there are more starfish-shaped aliens hovering over the skies of this city. And reports are coming in of more cities being similarly invaded. It seems the truth is laid bare. It is as I've said. The Shimko are the conquerors, and they must be destroyed. What's happening out there? Miss Bombas! The starfish aliens have started opening fire, shooting energy from the skies down at our major cities! They're what? Yeah, yeah they're freaking what? Hey up, Dawson. Miss Bombas, your father's tasked my unit and me with getting you to safety and apprehending that starfish. But... Let's go! There's... there's been a mistake. 
I don't recognize those attacking beings. They are starfish aliens, right? Kind of hard not to recognize them when they look just like you. Now come on! Come on, Miss Bombus! Into the jeep! There's so many of them. Yeah, and their energy beams are getting closer, so let's move! Miss Bombus? Human named Heather Bombus. How are you feeling? What? Are you... You're that... Oh, what happened? The military unit protecting you have perished. More of the Shimko continue to rain destruction from the skies. We must hurry. I will lead you to my ship. Are you able to stand? Oh, sure, I can... Oh, oh. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna need a minute. We do not have an Earth Minute. I will carry you. This will be unpleasant. Oh. Lieutenant, prepare for takeoff. At once, Gia. Wait, you were with Martin. Where's... I was unable to locate him in the chaos. If he is still alive, my people will find him. been listening to Warning from Space, Part 2 of 3, a VHS box theater production written by David Ellis, produced by Chris Honeywell, and performed by the Akadekagonagon Theater Works. David Ellis was Dan Corman. Nicole Tomty was Arlene Harper and Sultry 80s voice. Whitney Seabold, Jim Moon, and Thomas DJ were news anchors in English, Jess Havisto in French, and Pamela Jean Agalus in Tagalog. Eugene R. Hendricks was Martin Carville. Vanessa Van Zare was Heather Bombas. The 8TW players were reporters. Pamela Jean Agalus was bartender and production assistant. Sarah Palmero was Gia. Chris Tyler was Moji. Thomas DJ was Dawson. Lex Zorn was McMurray. And Chris Honeywell was military officer. Please visit the 8TW at 8TW.blogspot.com for news on upcoming and current projects. Tune in next time for the thrilling conclusion, and until then, good night. Please visit the 8TW at 8TW.blogspot.com for news on upcoming and current projects. Until next time, good night.